Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. And a very good morning to you on this Tuesday. Ron Arnold with you for Going Greyhounds. In fact, it's uh, my last show for 2020. We'll talk about that at the end of it. It's certainly three meetings on today. We've got Bulleye this afternoon at 3.27 and Lismore tonight, 6.53. The first Gosford at 6.59. We'll have the late mail for Gosford before each of the races tonight. Of course, Gosford being a GBOTA track and the GBOTA of Wentworth Park have got their very big night for the Christmas night this Saturday. It's been traditionally what they call the family night. Of course, I suppose for a few months this year, we wondered whether we'd ever get there with a family night, but it's certainly all changing and it's uh, all but back to what we consider normal. And uh, one lady that's very excited about that is the racing coordinator there at Wentworth Park, Claire Bonfield, and she joins me this morning. Good morning, Claire. Hey, Ron, how are you? I'm very well. Obviously, uh, the GBATA would be very excited about uh, the family affair for Christmas uh, coming up Saturday night. What have you got in store? Very exciting. We, we weren't sure whether or not we'd be able to host it, so we're really glad that restrictions have eased enough to allow us to. And we've got uh, Santa Claus coming to make an appearance, of course, with two of his very helpful elves. They'll be giving out some free show bags for the kids. And we've also got Santa's greyhound coming down, Fred, so the kids will be able to meet Fred and have a photo with him as well. It's certainly, uh, over the years, it's always been a great night for the kids to get out and enjoy it, particularly those kids that are in and around that inner city area with us, that Glebe and Annandale areas, a lot of people in units, and they get that chance to, to come out. And, of course, in the last few months, they have been locked up. So, you know, we do encourage everyone to to certainly get out and about. And uh, and as I say, it's pretty easy moving around, along with, obviously, with uh, the food and drink restrictions, but everything else is comfortable. Yeah, that's right, Ron, and it's free entry for everyone this Saturday, so everyone can come along and enjoy it. They can bring the kids, and mums and dads can can have a good time as well. Uh, While they're outside, it's it's pretty free for movement, to be honest, at the moment. It's just inside they've got to stay seated while drinking, but, um, you know, the the restrictions are changing every day, so we we just don't know where we'll be at by Saturday. And we've also got some two, uh, two of our big Group 3 races too, so that's exciting racing. Certainly. Um, now, as far as uh, kicking off, what time will uh, Santa kick off for the kids and that type of thing? Yep, so gates are opening at 5 o'clock. Our first race is 6, and Santa and his elves will be here from 6. All right, and uh, the people get their show bags as they come through the uh, through the gate? They will, they will. So as they come through the gate, the kids will get their show bags and then they can uh, enjoy what's in there while they're here. All right, so if the mum and dad comes with a few children, they can walk around freely? They don't have to be restricted in any areas? No, that's right. As long as they're outside, they can walk around freely. The kids can run around and have a play. It's just inside while they're eating and drinking. That's the only time they have to remain seated now. So it's it's really great. It's, it's, a, it's much easier. Yeah, no, that's really wonderful. And as I say, long as Mother Nature does the right thing with the weather, it's... Uh, there's a few wet days ahead of us the next uh, couple of days, but let's hope by Saturday night that is all cleared away. So it's certainly a big night and on the track as well as off the track. And as I say, we haven't had a, a lot of off-the-track action, unfortunately, over the last six months or so, but uh, this is certainly one of the repairs of uh, of a year that we probably will forget in a few days' time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hopefully uh, one big night off the track to take the year out in the high. All right. All right, Claire. Well, thanks very much for all your work and best of luck with the rest of the week organising a wonderful night and uh, I'll catch up with you on Saturday. Thanks, Ron, and we'll see you here. That's Claire Blomfield from the GBATA. She's uh, Wendy Parks.
racing coordinator, and uh, it has been a big night for them. Of course, uh, they've had issues all year with the uh, restrictions, and uh, finally we've got a, a little bit of a light there on a night that uh, traditionally is a very big family night, and uh, it's certainly something we look forward to. But, of course, on the track, it is something also extra special. The Christmas gift has always been the race on the night, but this year it comes under a different series. It's going to be four match races. We'll have eight dogs, four at a time, four races at a time, two out, and the fastest qualifier or the fastest winner on the night will get a bonus on the night as a $10,000 additional prize on top of your 5000 for winning your race. So there's 15000 awaiting some of the greyhounds, and... Uh, Considering the win by the Greyhound Wow on Saturday night, he's certainly no doubt going to be heading there along with some of our other real gun sprinters. And uh, as we saw at Dapdo last Thursday night, you can't always guarantee the uh, favourite just going to the front and winning. We saw Simon told Helen lead and get run down by Flying Ricardo, and that can happen in match race series. So that race basically became a match race with the two of them breaking clear. And uh, it is very exciting from a, a punter's perspective as well. Obviously, when we turn the hands of time back and remember some of the great match races that have been in greyhound racing, I suppose one that tickles the fancy of us old blokes is back in 1987, and it was New South Wales versus Victoria, Shady City versus Bold Trees. Through the wonders of the world of YouTube and the people that can do things amazing with a network these days, I think we've been able to Drag this one out of the archive file, obviously called by Paul Ambrosoli and PA. If you are listening this morning, I think you'll be able to reminisce this one. With a bit of luck, I think we've uh, jumped out of the 800-yard boxes at uh, Harold Park and Shady City and Bold Trees are running down to the winning post. Let's pick up the bell lap with a lap to go in the match race of 1987. Trees by four. She won't get in Shady City. She's coming after him. Bold Trees and Buck. Shady City on the fence. The Shady City hits the lead. New South Wales. Shady City. Yes, there he is, Paul Ambrosoli, in one of those nights. And it's a bit like the great race callers, Bill Collins. Half got it wrong with Kingston Town, couldn't win in a Cox Plate, and PA was a bit the same there. He couldn't uh, declare Shady City. So it's one of those things of the great calls, but I hope you enjoyed that little moment back uh, just 33 years ago, incredibly. And uh, we remember the night so well, Shady City and the legendary Bold Trees. We've got a couple of big feature races this week in uh, Australia. Of course, Hobart with their big Hobart 1000 Thursday night. And uh, at the present moment, it's still Tommy Shelby from WA, a very short price favourite at one dollar eighty in front of the Victorian Tigger Tonk at two eighty. Sprint Gordon is on the next line at nine dollars fifty, but Tommy Shelby off box number eight has only got to come out with them, and I think he'll be too good for Tigger Long Tonk. The Sandown Laurels, of course, is a great interest for us New South Wales people. It is on the rocks with Donna Campbell representing New South Wales, sitting up in box number one, and she is a $7 price. Uh, I've got to be honest, that's pretty good odds. I know uh, the Thompson camp is very confident with immunity sitting up in box two. It's $1.60. 
But uh, the win by on and the rocks at Wentworth Park a fortnight ago was really something to be seen. And uh, if she can get out quite well, I'll be honest, she's going to give this uh, Sandown Laurels a, a big shake. And uh, we wish Donna and the team all the very best of luck with that new wonderful greyhound. And I would imagine after this to be heading towards the National Futurity in January at Wentworth Park. Of course, I suppose to uh, finish up a year, we've got to look back and uh, what's been the best of them. And, and uh, as I mentioned at the top of the program, it is my last going Greyhounds for 2020. I would like to thank all the production team there in the studio for uh, getting interviews and the replays all organised. It's been a, a bit of a difficult year, but congratulations to all our participants that have done the right thing with social distancing and hygiene. We've got through each and every race meeting, the GR New South Wales and the clubs, decided to put on, and that's a full mark of absolute credit to our participants. They have uh, made it very difficult choices in being able to go through regional racing and uh, everything like that. It was awkward. Times changed around race meetings, and they couldn't move around freely, but they got through it, and uh, the Greyhounds also were able to get through and uh, perform very, very well. The punters enjoyed that, and uh, again, I think there's been plenty of rewards for the people. All the big races, with the exception of the Golden Easter Egg, have basically been able to be completed in New South Wales. Of course, uh, a very Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Um, thank you for listening to uh, my side of the program for a few days a week the last 12 months. Whether we're back again next year is another story, but uh, it's certainly been a lot of fun and enjoyment bringing the show to you, and I certainly thank the people that... Uh, Talk about the program of a Saturday night at Wentworth Park when they've heard something or an interview that uh, certainly tickled their fancy. A very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. Let's go out with the biggest part of 2020 in the world of greyhound racing. It was Million Dollar Night in front of only a, a small crowd, but that's just the way the world was in that time. Pete Lagogiani and his ownership team, they went to the boxes with Handsome Prince and about 30 seconds later... They turned it into a million. Goodbye, everyone, for 2020 from Ron Arnold. Let's go out with the win by Handsome Prince in the Million Dollar Chase. Racing, Tommy Shelby came out running, flying Ricardo away brilliantly. Shadow Miss driving the rails. It's tight through the first turn, and Handsome Prince has got over. He led by two and a half, Tommy Shelby, followed by Sherry, flying Ricardo, waging war, warbanger. Shadow Miss, and at the tail of the field is Awesome Catch, the front runner, Handsome Prince, led by four to Tommy Shelby. Sherry, Handsome Prince, a boulder clear, the former Tasmanian, Handsome Prince has won. Won the million dollar chase over Sherry and Tommy Shelby waging war hammered home. They'll follow by Warbanger. Awesome catch. Shadow Mist flying Ricardo, one of the tail enders. 29.70 the time. It's one of the bolters. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Love Sales, a rare opportunity exists to join an established global media company based in Sydney. Working with clients and agencies, visit trafficnet.com.au slash careers. Liverpool Hume Highway approaching Hoxham Park Road. That already a car fire has cleared northbound. Darlinghurst, New South Head Road approaching Cross City Tunnel. A truck breakdown westbound. Lane 2, Old Guildford, Woodville Road, Orchard Lee Street. A two-truck accident southbound direction. Hurry, the Specsavers Health Fund offer ends December 31. Get 30% off lens options like polarising drive driving, tints and more. Only at Specsavers, conditions apply. I'm Silvio on Sky Sports Radio. A man's home is his castle, but his men's shed, <laughs> that's his kingdom. There are now more than a thousand men's sheds across Australia, and they're more than just a shed. You can make things, grow things, 
Find a mate. Be a mate. Shoulder to shoulder. The Australian Men's Shed Association can help to find a shed near you. There's something for you at the Men's Shed.